Hello, campers. This is Counselor Steve. And this is Counselor Andy. And this is Steve and Andy. Summer Camp, The Burning. So not only is this our second summer camp special, this is also the 4th of July, and we are broadcasting live from the Iowa State Fair in beautiful Iowa. Yeah, and and you know what? I like to think that we got the campers, we got them on the bus. We're saying we, day we trip. Them, you know what? We didn't put them on a bus. We put them on a couple canoes. We We rafted down... <laughs> To the to the state fair. Hopefully when we're done here, the canoes will still be there. You know what I love about the state fair? What? The animals they yeah. got. You can go yeah. look at the animal the prize winning cow. Uh, Did you always, see that thing? It it was a nice cow. It was it, really a, it was. was a nice in fact, cow. In, in fact I saw a couple of the, the, the heftier campers. Yes. The heftier campers I, I were their, eyeing it. Their mouths were watering. It's also, the, the large pumpkin that they grew. Again, the heftier. Heftier campers were eyeing it. Yeah. But that's a large pumpkin. That that's good. That, that feeds a family of six. Yeah, exactly. When you got a lot of families of six in Iowa. So here we are, the Iowa State Fair. And also, it's the 4th of July, celebrating our nation's birthday. Yeah. I, uh, I guess our I heard there was is... a fire. I heard there was a fireworks show tonight. There is a fireworks show in our honor. In fact, it's not it's not for the Fourth of July. It's for us. Exactly. A lot yeah. of people don't know this. We're pretty popular here in the Midwest, here in Iowa. Yeah, we 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 really are. We I was have kinda, a big was presence here. Yeah, you know, I was kind of surprised about that. Um, I don't know why. I think no, um, they're out tilling the fields, planting the corn. You got to listen to something. Exactly. Exactly. Have you ever been to our... Iowa? Uh, well, I'm here now. Well, wait, other, this, than, um, other than today, I meant. No, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, you haven't. Iowa, I, I, one of the few I, states to allow gay marriage. Yeah, yeah. They're a very progressive state. Uh, Iowa. Real, I don't think a lot of people realize that either. Iowa. Also, here's some fun trivia for you. All right. Scranton, Iowa, yeah. is home to Iowa's oldest water tower still in service. Get out of here. Strawberry Point, Iowa, home yeah. to the world's largest strawberry, 3,000 pounds. Wow, that's a big it's a strawberry. Big, it's a big strawberry. It, in Strawberry Point. I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. Uh, isn't it? Isn't it true that the song Strawberry Fields Forever is about that strawberry? It was originally called Strawberry Point Forever. Strawberry yeah, Point, right Iowa Forever. Yeah. They had to change it, legal reasons. But um, here's some more fun trivia. I know you're having fun. Crystal Lake, Iowa, home to a statue of the world's largest bullhead fish. And I had a chance when I was um, driving up here, I took a stop by Crystal Lake. Oh, did you? Nice statue. Wow. It's a nice statue. And you know what makes for a nice segue? Crystal Lake. Camp Crystal Lake. That's right. <laughs> we're not doing Friday 13th, but we are doing... We're not. We're doing another another um horror film and 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 so this is steve and andy summer camp we get the campers we get each month of summer 
Getting this around the campfire. Case, in this case, at the Iowa State Fair. At the Iowa State Fair. We have lit a fire at the Iowa State Fair. There's a and large – there's a crowd gathering around. Yeah, it, we, we got the campers. Can... We got a couple other crowd members. We got the big prize-winning cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's here. It's here. Yeah, we got a couple goats hanging out. The goats – I think goats just roam freely. That's yeah. how um, – couple of the girls from the roller derby rink they're here <laughs> they're here yes um so so steve and andy meet meet the summer camp is what we're calling it steve and andy summer camp we get the we get the campers around the campfire we tell them about a summer camp movie most so last month we did oh. sleepaway camp yeah which it's gonna be hard to top It'll be hard to top. It's going to be hard to top. But I think we have stuff that might top it. I don't know if this month will top it. So this month we're doing one. And August and September we're also doing one. You can send us suggestions. Um, trying to keep it in the horror genre. So any horror. And, and we don't want to do Friday the 13th. But send right. your suggestions to stevenandy at gmail.com. So what better way to celebrate the great state of Iowa and the U.S. than with Steve and Andy at summer camp. Exactly, exactly. I got some and U.S. fun trivia for you. Okay, I won't, I won't hear it. Well, let me let me find a good one here. <laughs> All right. Jimmy Carter, remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. President, president of the United States. He was the first president to be born in a hospital. Huh. The other ones yeah. were born in a uh, dirty saloon, most of them. That's <laughs> pretty. In- that's a pretty interesting fact. I got the top 100 interesting facts. I'm just going to skip to number, number one. Yeah, what is number one? Now, this this one, this is going to blow your mind, probably. Right, and well, the I'm Jimmy Carter one was, so. I think that top 100, that was number, uh, that was like number 60-something. Wow, that should so have been pretty sure that was at number six. No, number six. President Clinton is listed as our 41st president, but only 40 men have held office. Why? Grover Cleveland held office during two non-consecutive terms. I knew that. He was our 22nd and 24th president. Hmm. So, I'm going to say Rutherford B. Hayes was in, in between them, I think. Um, Benjamin Harrison. Ah, Benjamin Harrison. It was. Because I remember he was jammed in between them, Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I remember. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And more trivia. Just laying that it is, down. Yeah. On how Steve remembers that. Roger Sherman. Number one. Here, here we go. Actually, there's a number one and there's a number zero. Oh, my God. Um, number zero is not even any good at all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with number zero. The Rolling Stones gave their first official concert in the United States in San Bernardino, California in June 1964. Does it really deserve even a list in the top 100? No. I don't know why it's there. Number three, United States captured Mexico City in 1847. That's a pretty good one. Number one, the most fun U.S. fact, Robert Roger Sherman was the only shoemaker to sign the Declaration of Independence. Hmm. I actually heard that there was going to be a new number one starting tomorrow. What is it? The second episode of the Stephen Andy Summer Camp, The Burning. The Burning. In Iowa. Exactly. The Burning, you got some facts? Should <laughs> Sure, I do. Let's the Burning lay it on me. was one of the first Miramax film releases. Mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein produced the film. Bob wrote the film. Co-wrote the film, at least. 
and Harvey not only gets a producing credit, he also gets a created by credit, which is kind of funny because the uh, the the monster in the movie Cropsy is based on an urban legend of Cropsy, which, mm-hmm. and and there's currently a documentary streaming on Netflix titled Cropsy. And which, also, if you want to watch The Burning, if you want to stop I, the podcast and watch it now before we review yeah. it, it is on Netflix as well. Yeah, yeah. For our U.S. Li- and our Iowan yeah. listeners. You know what might be a good move? Back-to-back. Cropsy, the documentary about mm. the real Cropsy story, and then The Burning. And then listen to our podcast. Exactly. Wow, that's all. That's an all-night extrav- Cropsy extravaganza. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, other things I can tell you about the movie. It was directed by Tony Milam, who's a... English-born director. Mm-hmm. And uh, he directed, of course, The Burning. He also directed Genesis in Concert, 1976. <laughs> the rock band Genesis. Which also featured people being stabbed by some shears. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And what's funny is that Bob and Harvey Weinstein bought Genesis in Concert for U.S. release. And I guess that is what led them to hiring Milam to direct The Burning. <laughs> Kind of, kind of interesting. He also ended up doing commercial work for Coca Cola and Shell and Goodyear and things like that. Okay. And um, the cast, a cast of future stars. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that <clears throat> one Alfred is played by Brian Backer, who hasn't really done a whole lot recently, but post Burning, he was the act, the act, the real actual star of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He was also a co-star in The Money Pit with uh, Tom Hanks, and he was one of the citizens on patrol in Police Academy 4. There you go. <clears throat> and also, I'm not done there. Oh, no. No, no, no. Of course Woodstock. not. Woodstock was mm-hmm. was played by one Fisher Stevens. Mm-hmm. Now, Fisher Stevens isn't, I guess, a household name, but after he did The Burning, mm-hmm. he did the John Sayles film, Brother from Another Planet. He was in the two short circuit films. He was the star of the short yep. circuit film, other than Steve Gutenberg. He was in Tim Robbins' Bob Roberts. He was one of the Koopa Cousins in Super Mario Brothers. Yes. that's that's. I think that's where I mostly remember him from. <laughs> that's where you mostly remember him from. He's also in the Woody Allen movie Anything Else. So he shows up quite a bit. Well, let me, like, was he ever on 30 Rock? Or no? I feel like I saw him on there. You know, I don't know. There's, there's a good possibility. I mean, he does a lot of... Yeah. You know, he's a... <clears throat> pretty well-known character actor Mm -hmm. and does a lot of guest spots so it's possible and of course uh i've never seen this even though i've seen this movie a couple times but i've never noticed holly hunter in the movie although she's in the credits and everything i read claims that it is the holly hunter (laughs) and of course the one who's really i mean woodstock has a pretty major role but yes the the main event really the main event of this film is Larry Johnson, Joshua as Glazer. No, I'm kidding. It's Jason <laughs> Alexander as as da- or David, or as I actually like to think, he's actually just playing George Costanza. Yeah. This so is, this is the year that Jerry didn't go to camp, and now and and we kind of find out how George got the way he was because he's really nice, upbeat mm-hmm. person. But then after the events of the burning, it just it just sent him into this. Yeah. Well, you became, you've seen Seinfeld. Yeah, so Jason Alexander, the actor who played George on Seinfeld. This is his first major role of any kind, I think. Yeah. And we see, I we believe this movie fits into the continuity of Seinfeld. Even yeah, though his I name like, is Dave I, in the movie, he changed his name to George. I like to think that his full name is Dave George Costanza. David George Costanza. <laughs> so that kind of that explains it. So a quick plot summary of The Burning. Well, I, 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 
I also want to add that just like Sleepaway Camp, this film was shot in upstate New York. That's right. That's a good point. So, which I to- and I think the reason is most of these types of camps seem to exist for kids who lived in and in or around New York City to get out, and they went upstate New York. Like in real life, that's how these camps were, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. And um, the film wasn't very successful at the box office. It only grows seven hundred and seven thousand off of a one point five million dollar budget. So it wasn't very successful. But it became became popular Mm -hmm. on video. On video. And it had various re releases over the couple years, including Cropsy was one of the titles that it was released as. So also well, I guess um this well let's do the plot summary first and we'll get into more stuff. A caretaker at a summer camp, Cropsy, is burned when a prank goes tragically wrong. After several years of intensive treatment at a hospital, he is released back into society. What follows is a bloody killing spree with the caretaker making his way back to his old stomping ground, Camp Blackfoot, to confront one of the youths that accidentally burned him. So this movie, I would say different from Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp felt almost more lighthearted to me. This movie, because Sleepaway Camp, right, didn't really have any super violent deaths, would you say? Well, a, a lot of that had to do with the version of Sleepaway Camp we saw is the edited version. Well, I've seen the original like, print. Of oh, it, you though. saw the yeah. uncut one? And it was, it's not, I didn't really see anything. Well, I'm not sure if it was uncut. It was a, and it was a, a uh, um, an original print that they showed. Right, no, I understand that, but a lot of the um, a lot of the gore was cut out from ah, okay. the Slasher films. We the the copy of the Burning that we saw that streaming on Netflix is the uncut version. Yes, and this so version that's why we saw that's why there was so much mm-hmm. gore in it. So, so this version was the first or one of the first video nasties in the UK. So yeah. the video nasties were censored or banned were movies. Just, yeah, banned movies. And I think it's only I think you can watch it now in the UK, but only recently, as like five years ago or so. Yeah, it was it was passed to uncut in two thousand one by the censor. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you want to watch it, you can in the UK and you can watch something that was once banned. Um yeah. I would say the it, it is more violent than um Sleepaway Camp, but would you say it's it's the violence and the, the it wasn't really scary to me, right? I mean, it's not like a scary movie, mm-hmm. um, but some of the violence, I mean, is pretty effective. I think when he um, stabs the shears because he kills people with shears. Yeah, so he was like a former shears. gardener of, or yeah, something. something. Yeah. I don't exactly know what he was, but um, he stabbed it into Eddie's throat. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty nicely done. And um, When he cuts off uh, the fingers with, of Woodstock. Yeah, Woodstock's yeah. fingers. That's yeah. pretty good. So, actually. I mean, there was some, like, mm-hmm. there was some, like, heavy-duty gore in the film. This movie also had more um, nudity than, than Sleepaway yeah, Camp. There still wasn't, yeah, there still wasn't a whole lot of nudity. But that was dealing because the campers in this one were older. Yes. But I also, okay, at Sleepaway Camp, you know which ones are the campers and which ones are the counselors. Really, to be honest with you, in the burning, I have no clue. Yeah, so this is – we talked about this briefly last time. In a lot of these types of movies, they cast people who are too old to actually be – they're not actually teenagers, right? Yeah. They're cast in these movies. And in a real summer camp, you have the counselors who are sort of the bosses or I guess the caretaker or the um, 
they just are in charge, right? And they're much older than the kids usually. But since they're casting people who are 21 in their 20s anyway, they're all the same age. And yeah, there are two camp counselors who in fact are actually, some of them are younger than, in real life, younger than some of the campers. I was going to say, Joshua, Larry Joshua, who plays Glazer, mm-hmm. is older than Brian Matthews, who plays Todd, who is a counselor. Todd is the main male counselor, yeah. Yeah, so I was, because at first I was thinking that Sally and Glazer, well, okay, at the beginning of the film, when you first see Sally, mm-hmm. I thought Sally was a camp counselor, but she's not, I guess. I don't know, I still don't know if she's a camp counselor. I don't think she was. So it, that that is, I think, one complaint I have. And but th- Eddie, that's common to the genre. Is Eddie a camp counselor? Eddie was Eddie was a camp counselor, I think. And I wonder where the hell did they find Eddie? Eddie, okay, this movie was obviously a lot of New York actors are in it. Mm-hmm. But Eddie is like one of those that stereotypical New York. He's like, hey, you know, hey, you know, yeah, you know who you know who movie? recommended him? Paul D'Angelo. Oh, obviously, he's like, if you want a Paul D'Angelo on the cheap, go with Ned Eisenberg. <laughs> um. So I would say, yeah, that that's one the sleepaway camp did that part right where you could really tell, OK, these are kids. They feel like kids, um, even though Ricky was actually in his 20s. He at least looked like he looked like he was 14 12. or 12. And uh, but in but in the burning, you know, it, they, it looks like tell. a bunch of adults. Yeah. And it's not as yeah. easy to tell. Um, so Jason Alexander's character, Dave, is is I would say maybe a minor character. They tried to position him, I think, as like a maybe a heartthrob type guy, would you say? He almost reminds me of he came across a little bit like Seth Rogen, I think. I thought like they were kind of trying to position the Dave characters like the cool, the cool camper that everybody kind of like looks up to and thinks is cool. Like he gets like the Playboys and the Hustler. Yeah, and he was getting the uh, for Glazer, who is the kind of the muscle head idiot camper. Yeah. Which I love the name Glazer. I'm going to start calling myself. I was confused that. why Sally liked Glazer though. Yeah, Sally. Like yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> Glazer demanded lubricated rubbers from Dave, Jason Alexander's character at one point. And he said, "If you want them lubricated, you get them." <laughs> That's what he said. He said, "Do it yourself." Exactly. So yes, um, Glazer is kind of the character. He's so let's talk about the characters a little bit. Okay. You got Glazer, who is the big muscle head idiot. You got Todd, the camp counselor. Who's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Very level headed. Yeah. And then you got Alfred, who's kind of a nerdy camper. He's the first one who discovers Cropsey. Who sees kind of or he sees Cropsey and no one believes him. And let's let's just say Glazer is mean to Alfred. Yeah, Gla- Glazer picks on Alfred and and Glazer also has a thing for camper sally which is really weird because uh i yeah again i it's it's never believable why she likes him because he's always kind of harassing her or like i i say to glazer no means yes exactly well it's the same thing with eddie and karen maybe i heard it was karen yeah yeah because eddie was i don't understand why karen liked eddie and in this case i mean at least glazer and sally are supposed to be teenagers eddie and karen are supposed to be in their 20s and Eddie is a real, like, He's a jerk, jerk to her. Yeah, yeah. and she wants to get her to off to go skinny dipping with her, yeah. and, and you know she's like, "Oh no, let's not do this." And he's like, "Get the f out of my!" He like slaps her almost. I, I was like, "Whoa!" Lots of domestic violence and sort of vaguely date rape stuff going on. Yeah, um, it really was, especially when uh, they're looking for Karen Glazer and Sally the night, the next day. Mm-hmm. And, like, Glazer just is, like, all over her. She's like, get off me, Glazer, not now. And it's stuff. kind of inappropriate because her friend could be dead. 
Exactly. Cleese, he's too stupid to even realize he's that. A, he has no clue what's going on. Exactly. Um, <laughs> there's a weird scene where Glazer and Sally are having sex in the woods, and Alfred, the nerdy camper, is kind of watching them. Um, I mean, he's a, he's a real voyeur because he was also in peeping in the showers. Yes, at Sally early in the movie. Yeah, he's a real voyeur. He he likes he likes watching. <laughs> um, so the maybe the most infamous scene, and I think it's this the main reason the film was put on the video nasties list in the UK is the raft scene. So the campers all and the See, couple of the counselors. The, I thought the the reason why it was put on the video nasties list is because. Uh, uh, Jason Alexander and Fisher Stevens mooned Glazer. That should be why. <laughs> um, maybe that contributed also. So there's one point in the film where the counselors and the campers raft out to sort of this little island on a on the lake, but they're and of course Cropsey, the evil murderer, is there, and he he takes their um, canoes away, so they have to build a raft, which they really build a nice raft yeah, in a really short do. amount of time. And they try to. Todd has a, has a degree in engineering. That's right. They raft and uh, they send the couple of the kids out to raft back to the main camp and, you know, get help. Um, and Cropsey kind of ambushes them on the raft and just dismembers all of them. Right. I'm and it's curious how long Glazer was laying out on that on the in the canoe for waiting for them. Or you mean Cropsey? Yeah, yeah. Or Glazer. It might have been Glazer. Um, how long was he waiting in the canoe? couple hours days maybe i don't know i know and it, yeah so yeah they, they see one of their abandoned canoes and cropsey's kind of hiding in it and he jumps out when they get nearby um so some things about this movie i didn't like i felt like at the end this is no spoiler because you know it's it's well established who cropsey is and why he's coming to murder all these students they try to I feel like at the end, it's sort of re- – because Todd was one of the – the camp counselor Todd was one of the students – or one of the ca- – the camp counselor Todd was one of the campers who pranked Cropsey and they lit this little skull on fire and it, it wound up catching him on fire. And uh, he's just – Cropsey's out to get revenge against Todd. And when Todd sees Cropsey, they kind of flash back and – there's no surprise there because we've already seen that, right? It's it's like there's no shock or twist ending at all, which it makes the ending it kind of is a, a little bit flat for me. I don't know what you thought about the. I was kind of hoping that they would it would be revealed that like Cropsey's Alfred's dad or something or Glazer's. Yeah, dad. I thought I thought it would be something like yeah, Cropsey somehow it's he's just apparently a sadistic. Um, was, camp what caretaker. What did he do? That's what. I mean, yeah, it's the, the movie starts when they prank him. They and which then I like, like how the, the big prank that freaks him out is that they put a skull on his on 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 his uh, nightstand. Yeah, and they and there's like a candle inside of it, and for some reason it freaks him out. And it knocks it over, and he has gasoline in his. Oh, well, well, I know. And for some reason he dumps it onto his lap. Yeah, and then he kicks over the gasoline. Why are you sleeping in a room with gasoline cans? I everywhere. feel like it's almost I mean, his were, fault. It was his own fault. <laughs> so and this, I guess he was also like soaked in liquor because when uh, Todd was telling the camp story about Cropsey mm-hmm. to the campers, he just kind of says like, oh, he was so mean and sadistic. He drank so much that when he talked to you, his breath could like chip paint from walls. Yeah. That's like – so he had bad breath and he – that doesn't seem like enough to burn someone alive. 
I feel like, yeah, there was never any motivation for... Hey, they, did they want you to hate Cropsey? Um, and why would why wasn't he fired from the summer camp if he's harassing all the students or the campers all the time? It's he's weird. a horrible drunk. Yeah, it's just... Although, let's be fair. I mean, we did see Sleepaway Camp where they knowingly employed a pedophile. That's true. <laughs> I mean, camps in upstate New York. I mean... I mean, any it's 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 any, anything goes at those camps. Yeah, it really does. So, yeah, the ending was flat for me. Coming from Sleepaway Camp, which is just so wonderful, the ending, and, and really everything about it was awesome. This movie is more standard, I would say. Um, one review says Friday the 13th plus meatballs equals the burning. Um, yeah. I think that's uh, kind of, it's a good, because Brian Backer was also in Meatballs. Yeah. So, so I, you know. It was all I mean, right, really, I think. The film, I mean, really, the film stands out because of the raft scene. Yes. In the and the the effects in the raft scene are really good. I mean, Tom Savini did them, mm-hmm. so they are well done. And I guess the other things that kind of make the movie stand out is that it was an early Miramax film. I think that, that's why it gets recognition. And the right. fact that you know, like Jason Alexander and Peter yeah. Stevens and Holly Hunter, and it, and it's got a, the score is by Rick Wakeman, who was in the band Yes. And he's yeah. also notable for his goofy concept albums, The Six mm-hmm. Wives of Henry VIII, Journey to the Center of the Earth, and The Myths and Legends of King Arthur. Because he's obviously he's into kind of knights and those sort of things. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of known for these things. Um, I actually think Jason Alexander, at the same time, he's kind of annoying, but I also kind of like his character. Yeah. And I think he was like, one of the better actors in the film, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you can... I mean, Fisher Stevens, I think, is good in the movie, although mm-hmm. I don't understand what... Like, he's training for something, but I don't know what he's training for. Do you yeah, no, like I, I, I don't remember that, yeah. And he's, like, taking vitamin E. Yeah, that's right. And unless it really is true that he's, uh, like, the jerk-off champion of the world, like Jason Alexander says in that, that one scene. I think that's what it was. Maybe that's what he's training for. I don't know. <laughs> and so, I guess he needs vitamin E for it. I, I, don't, I, 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 I don't know. So, you know, um, what was I going to, oh, oh, yes, we should also mention, of course, one of our favorite scenes from Sleepaway Camp, the baseball scene. The oh, Burning one, also this, had a baseball scene. This one also did, but this one actually seemed to get it right by having just the, the, the young girls play. Yeah, the and, young babes like, in bikinis. Like, in, like, bikini bottoms and tight tight shirts with no bras on it seems like this one actually understand what the point the point of uh it was almost like in in sleepaway camp it was a bunch of guys in tight shirts and and basically bikini bottoms exactly and this one they're like let's put the girls in it jason alexander's character was loving it oh my god he was and so was eddie (laughs) eddie the counselor possibly the older creepy counselor yes uh, he, and and he was hanging all over Jason Alexander when it was going on too, you know. They were they were loving it together. They were actually. It seemed like all the male campers were sitting there watching the game. <laughs> that's what it. That's what it's for, right? Yeah, and 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 you know, I, Alfred wasn't, but he's like a real anti-authority. Mm-hmm. I mean, even well, Alfred was, was getting his jollies elsewhere, peeping exactly. in the girls' shower because he likes one-on-one voyeurism, <laughs> not when it's out in the open. But when it's behind closed doors. So, what did you think of Cropsey's mask, or not his mask, his makeup? I okay. Here's the thing. I actually like his makeup, but it doesn't look like a burn victim. Mm-hmm. But that's because Tom Savini was only given like three days to design the makeup, and 
and he didn't have time to do it. So that's why it looks like he's more melted than burned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I kind of liked it. It's it's more yeah. He doesn't look like a burn victim, but then you start looking like Freddy Krueger, right? I mean, it's a different. Well, this thing. predates Freddy, so. Oh okay, so it's a little. It's all right. It's not terrifying. It's just more weird, kind of. Yeah. Almost looks like Two Face in a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I see you talking. About. Um. So, anything else to say about the burning? It's not a bad film. Mm-hmm. It's not like spectacular like Sleepaway Camp because Sleepaway Camp's also like so goofy and there's yeah. some goofy elements to the burning because because characters like Glazer and Eddie I don't understand yeah um, I like Glazer this <laughs> is so weird yeah and um and I didn't understand like the scene where he was swimming and how he got up on the dock did you see how he like for some reason like just jacked up his swimming trunks up yeah, really, he was trying really to high. impress the ladies I didn't I was like what the hell are they trying to do yeah I, I wasn't sure about that either but um how many? So, go ahead. I was going to say, but for like a slasher film, an early 80s slasher film, if you like the genre, which I do, then it's enjoyable. And I've seen it a couple times, and mm-hmm. I wasn't like dreading watching it again. I was actually looking forward to watching it again. So, uh, so yeah, if you're a slasher film fan, there's no reason not to watch The Burning. So, how many Glazers out of ten do you give it? Oh my God! And I keep in mind, it. we both we both gave um, Sleepaway Camp ten Rickies out of ten. <laughs> So that's your standard right there. Yeah. Okay, so how many glazers do I give mm-hmm. burning? I, I'll give it seven out of ten glazers. Mm. I have to give it a five. Ooh. It's about average. It's something I wouldn't watch again. Like, if I want to watch, I, I would, you know, it was enjoyable. I just, the ending was flat for me. Okay. And I think, you know, Sleepaway Camp, the ending is just so over the top and unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And a lot of... I mean, I feel like a lot of horror films at least have some kind of twist ending. This one really had nothing, and it was trying to, but I don't know. Yeah, I agree with, I, I agree with you. I feel like it would have, if they revealed at the end that Todd was one of the students that burned crop, Cropsy. Also, the name Cropsy, I'm not a fan of. It's not. I thought it, I always thought it was a stupid name, too, but I guess it's based on a real It's based on a real thing, yeah. So, um, got to do what you got to do. <laughs> So yeah, five. I think it would have better. I think it would have been better if Glazer's name was Cropsy. And That's Cropsy's right. Name was Glazer. It would have been better if it was real that Glazer was Cropsy the whole time. That would have been better. Like why couldn't it have been that? Actually, do you know where they? Like this is actually one of the few slasher films where not everybody is killed except for like one person. I mean, a lot of people actually survive this. Yeah, Jason Alexander survives. Todd survives. Uh, Alfred survives. Yeah, quite a few people do. There's like how many? Well, besides yeah. the raft, there's like four deaths. I think Three? the four. Uh, the, the one fat girl survives. Yeah, the fat girl. You knew she was surviving the whole time. I like to think that she ad-libbed the part where she pushed Glazer into the water. That was right. That's right. Um, so not that many people die in this one. And um, and so since, obviously, Alfred kind of saves the day, mm-hmm. they should have had Glazer survive to see Alfred save the day. And then at the end, say something like, man, you know, damn, Alfred, I had you all wrong. Or something like, you know. <laughs> I know. There was one kind of shock in the end where you think Glazer's not Glazer. You think Cropsy's dead, and he sort of jumps back up, and then they have to stab him with a with an axe. Yeah, and then they um, light him on fire. Then so they light burned, him on fire, yeah. and he burns again. That's yeah. very harsh. Poor old Cropsy. Oh, hey man, he needs he, he loves needs, to burn. He loves to burn. So the burning. Also, um, another interesting f- fact is. Um, episode or, or a season nine episode of Seinfeld, I think, was called "The Burning." Is the episode where Elaine, I think it's where Elaine's boyfriend Putty, 
starts to uh, – he becomes a Christian and he says, Elaine, it's going to hell. <laughs> but, you know, obviously it's a reference to Jason Alexander's first film. That's what I like to think, too. They should have put some sort of, like, Cropsey reference. I have to watch that one again because I don't remember. Yeah, maybe we should watch that one again, actually. Maybe they do put a Cropsey reference I in I wouldn't there. be surprised if there's some sort of reference in there. That'd be good if they did that. But, okay, so you give it a 7, I give it a 5. What do you give the Iowa State Fair? How many Cropsies do I get? How, mm-hmm. many, how many? I give it 9 Glazers, 8 Rickies. Wow. I would have to agree, actually. It's, it's, it's a good state fair. What do you give the good old U.S. of A? Oh, my God. 10 out of 10 Glazers. 10 out of 10 Glazers. All right, stay tuned. The next episode we will publish will be the second part of the False Phase episode. All right, Andy, I will see you later. I'll see you later. Uh, enjoy the rest of the fair and enjoy everyone. Enjoy the 4th of July. Blow something up. Exactly. Light something on fire. The burning. We'll talk exactly. to you later. Oh, wait. Also, um, oh, we didn't. Oh, whatever. What were you going to say? I was going to say visit our Facebook page, but people oh, already know about it. There you go.